If you have struggled to pin down your exact ideal client avatar, you don't want to miss today's episode. I am breaking the whole thing wide open and telling you exactly who your ideal client really is. Stay tuned. I'm Jess. After launching dozens of courses and generating multiple six figures in revenue online, I have learned the right and wrong way to launch an online course. And in the last two years, I have helped my friends and clients generate more revenue with less stress using my aligned launch formula. On this podcast, I'm sharing with you my simple strategies and systems so you can make more money online and make a bigger impact on the world. Keep listening for the Launch Fix Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Launch Fix Podcast. My name is Jess, and I am your host, and I am so excited for today's episode. One of the things that my clients really struggle with is this idea of who your ideal client really is. And I totally get it because I used to struggle with that kind of a thing too. When I first started my business, I went through so many different ideal client trainings. It's ridiculous. I created an avatar. I named her. I figured out where she would shop. I did meditations about it. I did all of the things and tried so hard to figure out who I was talking to and who my ideal client really was. And it felt so hard and it felt so heavy. And because of that, I have learned so much about who your ideal client really is and who your ideal client really isn't. And I felt like when I took all of these trainings and created my ideal client avatar and I was talking to my girl or whatever they wanted you to call them, I never felt connected with my message. I never felt like I was really talking to a real person because I wasn't, right? I was talking to an imaginary Brittany person who likes to shop at Target and drinks coffee and that had nothing to do with my business or how I was helping people. And so I really felt like my content fell flat because I was trying to talk to this imaginary person who I had absolutely no connection with. And that was when I started to think that maybe the way that people taught ideal clients was wrong. Because when I listened to somebody's content or I read their post, I didn't connect with it based on where I like to shop or what I like to drink. That wasn't what made me connect with their message. What made me really connect with their message is I felt like they were in my head. Have you ever felt like that? When you read a post and you're like, oh my God, they are in my head. That is what made me connect with their content. And also like authenticity and vulnerability in the right way and really kind of showing the parts of them that I felt connected to. That's what made me connect with somebody's content. It had nothing to do with where they thought that I shopped. What really made me connect to them was how they made me feel when I read their content, how it made me feel when they talked about the problem that I was experiencing. And that was really the aha for me 
that maybe it doesn't matter what her imaginary name is or where she likes to shop or even that she's a woman, right? All of these things that I thought mattered, I started to realize that if I can put myself in somebody else's shoes and help them put themselves in my shoes, that that's what made content truly magnetic and helped me connect with other people's content. That was when I realized that one of the biggest mistakes and misconceptions around ideal client avatars in the online entrepreneurial course creation industry is this whole crafting imaginary people thing. And I cannot believe that people still do this, that this is still the recommended way of coming up with your ideal client. And when you do this, when you go through and you name, her name is Peggy, she shops at Target or whatever, what you end up doing is crafting this imaginary person who is undoubtedly just like you, right? That's the funny thing about what I'm going to talk about today is they're undoubtedly just like you. They probably have your interests. They probably have your same like socioeconomic situation. They probably have the same demographics that you're in. They probably have the same family situation and marital status because that's what we're comfortable talking to. But what you end up creating is your best friend, not a potential buyer. And when you're talking to your best friend or when you are talking to this imaginary person who has all of the characteristics of your best friend, but who doesn't actually have a soul or belief systems that she's operating from, what happens is that you, one, feel disconnected from your content and your messaging, but you also hear crickets every time that you make a post or that you make an offer because people are just not connected with it. Because they don't build connection with people based on the places that they shop, right? They don't build connection with people based on the fact that you like coffee and I like coffee, so now I'm going to buy your program. And so focusing on those things is the complete wrong way to look at this. And if you're hearing crickets every time you make an offer, you might be making this mistake. So when you do this, your content and messaging falls flat. And the reason is that you have to imagine their struggles and imagine how they're feeling and hope that it lands and hope that somebody is like, oh, that's me, right? You have to hope that you're explaining in the right way. And you have to make assumptions about how they feel or how you think they feel or how you imagine they would feel if that was what they were struggling with. And when you make assumptions, you're often really off base. And you can even look at this in your normal life. If you talk to a friend or talk to anybody and assume how they feel about something, you're probably not going to get it right the first time or ever, right? It's really hard to discern how people feel about things, especially things that they're not sharing publicly, right? And so when you connect with, or when you assume how you think they feel, you're completely missing them. It's not making that connection. And when you're doing this and you're building that ideal client avatar and you're talking to imaginary Brittany who shops at Target and likes coffee, you are worrying about the wrong things. 
And this is something I see a lot of people worry about. Like, oh, my ideal client is a mom between 25 and 35, and she's really busy, and she's my ideal client. When you worry about these things, you're worried about their demographic, not their frame of mind. When really their frame of mind is a much more important piece of information than your ideal client. And your ideal client is not the sum of their interests and demographics. They just aren't, right? You cannot unequivocally say that every like overwhelmed mom between 25 and 35 is your ideal client. You can't because you don't know if they have the problem that you solve. A really great example of this or a really great example that makes this point, I guess, is a few months ago, and I've talked about this before, I was looking for puppy training. And I was so grateful that they didn't market their puppy training to like busy men who have jobs and need to train their puppy because I would have never connected with that. I mean, hell, I would have been annoyed if they were like, hey, like mom entrepreneurs with two kids who shop at Target and like coffee. (laughs) you need this puppy training, right? That's completely irrelevant to the fact that I need puppy training. And so your ideal client in the very simplest terms is the person who has the problem that you solve. And I have said that a hundred times and I will say it a hundred more. Your ideal client is the person who has the problem that you solve, period, end of story. It might involve a demographic if like, The problem that you solve is postpartum depression. There's not a whole lot of men struggling with that. That's an inherently woman issue. But the problem that you solve doesn't always have to have a demographic attached to it. Like with puppy training, they could be a 50-year-old man who just got a puppy. The only demographic that matters is that you are a human being who has a puppy, right? That's the only demographic that really matters when it comes to, are you in the market for this puppy training? And so when you take that step back and you realize that it gets to be that simple, that they are the person who has the problem that you solve, I want to help you take that one step further. And I often think, and I've talked about this before too, but it always bears repeating that your ideal client is actually an earlier version of you. Because when you help people through something you have personally overcome, you teach from a much deeper understanding. And when you think about the thing that you help people with or the problem that you solve, did you once have that problem yourself? Probably. That's probably why you feel called to help people solve it. Because you went through something in your life that you overcame. And that's what you help other people overcome as well. And so for example, I help people get out of the cycle of spaghetti launching and being a short order course creator and launch their online courses in a systematic aligned way. And that's because I spent so much time as a short order course creator and spaghetti launching And I figured out how to do it better. So I help people who are where I was figure out the things that I have figured out now to alleviate that problem, to fix that. And you probably are the same way. You discovered something 
that you then help other people discover. Even if your program doesn't solve a problem specifically, you discovered something that worked for you and now you help other people make that discovery. And so when you think about it this way, you can help people and you can teach from a place of much deeper understanding and your content and your messaging comes from a much deeper place of understanding. You teach and you create content from the knowing rather than just the knowledge. And this is a concept that my mentor, Brandon Lucero, actually introduced to me just about a year ago that completely changed the way that I create content and that I understand ideal client avatars. Like I knew this, but he took it even deeper. And what he talks about with this difference between the knowledge and the knowing is that you can have the knowledge of how to do something. And he uses this beautiful example of how to ride a bike. You can read all the books, watch all the YouTube videos, study hard on how to ride a bike. But if you just do that and you never put yourself on a bike, do you actually know how to ride a bike? No, because there's a lot that goes into riding a bike that you cannot teach by reading, right? There's core muscle activation and balance and like coordination that comes from experience that you cannot learn just from reading about it or watching videos or learning about it. You can fully have the knowledge of how to ride a bike, but until you get on the bike, you do not have what he calls the knowing That really is the difference when you teach from this place of teaching people the thing that you already have done, is you come from the place of the knowing because you have done it. You have the knowing. You sat on the bike. You engaged your core muscles. You figured out the coordination part. And you can teach people that from a much deeper place of understanding because you have done it yourself. And this is exactly what he talks about in this piece. And another great way to look at this in the way that I've always taught this without understanding that knowledge and knowing piece that was an aha for me is that you are on one side of a river and your ideal client is on the other side of that river. On your side of the river, you know how to cross the river because you've already crossed the river, right? Hence why you're on that side. But you remember what it was like to be on the other side of that river because you were just over there and you remember how it felt and you remember what you were going through and you remember the struggles and you can speak to that in a really tangible way because you just crossed that river. And who do you think is the best person to help that person cross the river? Somebody who took a class on how to cross rivers or somebody who's on the other side of that river who can be like, hey, I can show you the best way because I just took it. I just got over here and I know how to cross this river and I'm going to help you cross it too. And so you have that deeper understanding of what they're going through on the other side and what they will go through as they get across that river as they cross it because you took that journey too. And so you can teach them from the place of knowing how to cross it because you have crossed it yourself. 
So thinking about the problem that you solve or the outcome you help people achieve or the thing that you do, coming at it from a place of teaching from the knowing, look back across that river and ask yourself, who is your ideal client? Who's the person on the other side of that river? They're not a sum of interests and demographics. They are the person who needs to get across that river. And that person was an earlier version of you. And when you have that perspective of, I know what's in their head. I know what they're struggling with. I know what they're saying to themselves. That's when you can create content from a much deeper place. Because you can say to them, I know what it feels like to stand on the riverbanks and feel like, how the heck am I going to cross this river? Because I've been there too. And that content is what's going to connect with them on a much deeper level because they're going to say, oh my God, she gets me. She's in my head. And when you can create content from that place, from that deeper understanding, from that knowing, that's when your content connects. That's when you really get your message across because that's when you're speaking to them at a much deeper level. So creating messaging from that place of deep understanding, that knowing is way more powerful. So my mentor, Brandon Lucero, who I was just talking to you about, who has truly helped deepen my understanding of this concept and my messaging in general, is hosting a free Master Your Messaging Bootcamp And you have to be there. If messaging and content and understanding your ideal client are things that you struggle with in your business, which is where I was a year ago when I found his program, this will completely blow your mind. I remember sitting after watching his video series, which comes out in a few weeks, and just like mouth agape (laughs) and feeling like, oh my God, this guy is in my head, like legit. So I am so excited to have the opportunity to share this free master your messaging bootcamp with you so that you can connect with him and really start to learn these concepts that are deeper ways of creating content and speaking to your ideal client, which is going to make a huge difference in your business. So in this two-day live workshop, it's on February 15th and 16th. So if you're listening to this after that, that sucks, but you can register for um, his video series, which I just mentioned. In this two-day Bootcamp, you are going to learn how to connect with your ideal client at that deepest level possible and really establishing that trust and authority with them. You're also going to learn what mistakes to avoid if you want to create a message so distinctive and irresistible to your audience that you don't really have competitors anymore because you are one of a kind. And you're going to learn why you should stop pitching in your content and instead establish what he calls a North Star that automatically builds demand for your offer. Brandon truly is a messaging master, and you are going to walk away from this two-day boot camp with your mind completely blown. So make sure to check out the link in the show notes or go to jessoconnell.com slash boot camp to register. Super simple. And it's going to totally blow your mind and it's totally free. So why not, right? 
So by the way, if you love today's episode, I would love it if you would take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, share your biggest takeaways, or join us in the Facebook group and post it there. I love hearing your takeaways and what is really impacting you from these episodes. Also, if you are tired of creating content that goes unheard, or if you've ever found yourself wanting to throw your phone across the room because people are just not hearing what you are saying, not that I've ever been there, you don't want to miss next week's show. I am sitting down with my mentor, Brandon Lucero, the king of messaging, to talk about the future of online content creation, and you do not want to miss it. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you in my next episode.